Service. What's up, what's up? It's Lip Service. I'm Angela Yee. I'm Gigi McGuire. I'm L'Oreal. And I'm Jesse Rez. <laughs> Jesse Rez, we are so happy to have you here with yes. us today. Thank you. Thank but you. first of all, let's just say congratulations to you. Whenever I listen to Jesse Reyes, I be singing her songs like the whole day in my head trying to do her voice. <laughs> and What's it my doesn't voice? Work. Let me hear it. And it's, it sounds like, bad. so like it soft sounds, and like. Yeah, in love with somebody. Yeah, oh, no. <laughs> that wasn't it. I, oh, that wasn't it. <laughs> I can't sing, so don't be offended. <laughs> Keep trying. Yeah. But I be doing it in the car and everything, like on my in way. In the shower. <laughs> but, you have a very unique, beautiful voice. Thank so, you. And it sticks in your head, so that's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I yes. hear you all day on my station. Sick. <laughs> That's dope. Thank you. Yeah. So let's talk about a few things. Now, people have written in questions, right, for advice. So we're going to start with that with you. And we want to hear how you would answer these people. All right. One person said, I've been with my boyfriend for four years and we're great together. For almost our entire relationship, we've been dealing with sexual issues. During sex, he doesn't maintain an erection. And lately it's been getting worse because he's also been dealing with premature ejaculation. We've spoken about this and I recommended him attending a sex therapist and a doctor, but he hasn't been able to do this yet due to his insurance. So she wants to know what to do. She said, I've occasionally thought about stepping out on the relationship because I'm not sexually satisfied. We're both only 28. That's your age. Mm. And I'm too young to be dealing with this, but I still love him oh hmm. they've tried like oh man i don't even know <laughs> that's hard it's that's not important. hard actually <laughs> <laughs> that's funny um shoot i don't know if some guys feel like i, I feel like often you hear that it's such a sensitive topic for men mm-hmm. right when you talk you about it yeah it's yeah. hard to address it with them yeah but if you if you if you like like go full Monty, like completely express that you're not holding judgment. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like a regular problem. Like it's just like a regular health problem and you guys can talk it through. Like maybe, maybe, um, what's it, like dirty talk could help or like going slow. He should you know try a I mean? cock ring. Cock ring? Ooh, a cock ring. Remember when, um, Chad was here from Doc Johnson and he mm-hmm. said that a lot of men use them for erection. to maintain their erection. Yeah, you should try it. But there's also like herbal things you could take. Yeah, like uh, the blue chew thing is like a herbal supplement, isn't it? And like silverback, mm-hmm. you have them at the juice bar. Yeah, you know what? Sometimes people's diets do affect that. Mm-hmm. I feel like like sometimes when you don't eat right and there's like blockages, and then that's mm-hmm. why your erection won't get all the way hard because the blood's not flowing. Yeah. The way that it should. I don't know. Um, I also think that before she steps out on him, she should just end the relationship. Agree. But she loves him. Yeah, she loves him. The, well, sometimes she just wants to get... It. No, I'm playing. Ram. <laughs> <laughs> I just want a hard penis. Yeah, come on. This I love him, but this little kind of light it. penis is not... <laughs> does he still try, you think? Because like, you know what's really bad about it? Not only does he not get fully erect, but he also like has premature ejaculation. Yeah, that comes quick. Saying. So it's like, so, not only are you not fully doing it... When you it, do get there, you can't even keep it there because it's over. How soon. can you come if you're not even all the way hard? I mean, when he does get hard, it doesn't last over. long. Yeah. Or maybe that is his she all the way She should take that as a compliment. No, she shouldn't. <laughs> She's bored. That does not sound like a compliment. When he comes fast, that is a compliment. It'd be okay if he could go again. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be okay if he was hard for real. Like, he's just not even hard for real. Semi-erect and all that stuff. Have you ever had to address a sexual problem in the bedroom? Uh, yeah, but we were younger. So, and, and he wasn't like shy to talk about it. Mm-hmm. He wasn't one of those men that it like bruises their ego to talk about it. And he would like, we would make jokes about it. And it was a, like, I would, that's why I laughed. Cause I'm like, I would take it as a compliment. Cause I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I get it. 
oh, he was coming too quick? Yeah. yeah. I could tell that's what it was because you were like, I took it as a compliment. Because yeah. that's the yeah. only thing you really could take as a compliment. Right. Yeah, you can't take the, the other way. It's hard to take it as a compliment. <laughs> or not hard to take it as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> but what if he comes fast with everybody and it's just what it is? How do you know what he does with everyone else? What if he tells you? Like, you know, I'm sorry this happened I'm cheating before. on you and I this is what it is. No, like before, before you, like this has happened a few times. You know what I've heard affects that a lot too, which I'm sure you guys talk about it often, but like porn. Because the guys that mm. watch porn a lot, that really affects it too. You're right. Mm. That is so true. I've actually had a boyfriend tell me, like when he was coming too quick, he was like, I think I've been watching too much porn. Yeah. And that was why. Yeah. I didn't ever know that, that. He has that mental. So while he's having sex, he's thinking about flashbacks of, you know, visual in his head of things that he saw. And it's probably just making him... Um, but can't guys I feel Whoa. like damn you just made the, <laughs> the mic just it. came on you <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like guys are supposed to think about other things like, like baseball yeah you Sam. think about other things during sex <laughs> what that, that's how they don't come oh like, yeah you said it what it. yeah <laughs> that's you meant like from the top you don't ever think about other stuff during sex besides what's happening at that moment no I don't like like cause then I wouldn't feel connected and I like to feel connected. Yeah. Like, you don't be like, did I leave the iron on? No. <laughs> I feel like it's the opposite for men and women. I feel like men have to focus on something else <laughs> so, so that they don't, they don't come. come quick. And women have to, have to think about it so, so that, that they, they do come. Right. <laughs> like, that's we, like, we, come we be concentrating. <laughs> this is and then God forbid he shift his fucking rhythm or his oh, angle. Yo, and you be like, that. I was right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it just about that. Now I got to start over from the scratch. From scratch. <laughs> they think they're doing a lot for you. <laughs> Have you ever felt like you settled in a relationship? Um, like, I could do better, but why am I doing this to myself? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it didn't It didn't last too much because I felt so, un, not unhappy, but I just saw my potential and I saw it. I saw the head get kind of cut off mm-hmm. if I stuck it out. Not my potential, my career potential, not mm. everything else. Cause like one day I'd like to be a mom. One day I'd like to like settle down, but not yet. Mm-hmm. So, and this was a long time ago. This was like five years ago or six years ago. And I knew that I was at a crossroads. And if I, and if I went this way, I'd be, he was a good guy, mm-hmm. but I didn't feel like challenged. I didn't right. feel, I didn't feel like my, I didn't feel like I was going to be able to reach what I wanted to reach. Like he was too nice or not? Too nice. That's crazy how that's a thing, eh? Uh-huh. Yeah, too too nice. <laughs> so you think he would have had you in a house, like a housewife, you wouldn't even been going for your dreams? Or and, he just wasn't challenging. Or, yeah. I don't know. Maybe a little of both. Mm-hmm. I feel like yeah. a little bit of both. But to be honest, like God, God willing, like I don't, I don't know. I, I don't know because it hasn't happened yet, but maybe the day that I do have a kid, I don't. Like, I'd want to be the mom that's, like, always there. I'd want to... I love that my mom was like that with me. And I want to do that to my kid, too. So I, it's not like I would want to be, like, running around to interviews and having to miss kid my kids' recitals or running around to shows and having to miss, like, first steps. Like, I don't I don't want to do that. I right. just know that I don't want to do that. So. But, you know, there's a lot of people who are moms who are very successful. Who do it. And still manage to make it happen. Because Yo, you can afford to hire a lot of help, too, I to get make it. sure you get places. I get it. And I rate that. Like, yeah. I all respect to them because that's their choice. But I just... I just don't want to. Like, right. I don't want to sure. share those memories with somebody else. I don't right. want to. Those are mine. Those are mine. <laughs> and I guess when they're really young, like you can take a little time off to be at home and maybe write and be in the studio. But then 
like you can bring, you know, your child with you places and have yeah. like I know like with Beyonce with Blue Ivy, she would have like a separate room set up, you know, every that's, time she was on the road in the That's lit. In the uh, back area. And Cardi, mm-hmm. you see her on the private jet sleeping with the baby next to her. That's lit. Yeah. I, but I'd be bringing her to like interviews and stuff too. Yeah, like. she'd be sitting right here. Yeah. Drinking Ciroc. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, don't go that far. I'm kidding. <laughs> Just right on my TV. Right. Ciroc on my TV. I also think when it's your first child, it's like you don't want to miss anything. Mm-hmm. Right. Because like, I know like a lot of people with their first child, they act a certain way. And then with their second child, they're like, you want to watch her? <laughs> Not like that, but it's kind of like they, yeah. they got Way it a more little lax. more down pat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like. Plus, you have a great mom who can help, too. And I think that helps, too. Yeah. You know what? I might change my mind, too, because right. all this is theoretical because right. it hasn't happened. Like, I might have a kid and be like, you know what? I, I want to be a boss, though. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I think when you have family that can help, mm-hmm. that's helpful. Like mm-hmm. when you know you could trust because it's harder when you have to hire somebody that you don't know that's not family. Right. But when your mom is like, girl, go do your thing. I got her for this week. And she's like old enough, you know, and y'all are videoing. Because just think about it. You guys could FaceTime, you know, you talk to her, see her or him. I don't know why I just gave you a daughter. Yeah, right. I don't know why I did that too because I called her her too. It's funny. Because the girl that you posted on your page that looked like your little daughter. That's my brother's kid. Oh, for real? She looks like your daughter. That's my funny. niece. That's one of the two. The other one looks more like me. That's crazy. That's that's the one of the two that looks the least like me. No way. Mm-hmm. The she other was performing one was, and stuff. I'm like, okay, so she's so cute. She loved it too. What? We were on, we were on set and she was like loving getting her makeup done. Like She was just there for it. It was my cute. Is your family like other other people in your family who are talented? How did you even start doing music? Um, my brother played clarinet. My dad plays guitar. My mom used to play. We used to sing at church and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was kind of always it was always there. It's always what I love to do. It's like what I didn't get tired of. And then I got fired from everything else, so it made sense. Oh my what other jobs you had? Everything. I Why used to you work get at. Fired? You know, More I used, importantly, oh, so Sobeys, which is like Canadian Publix. I used to work. I got fired. The I used, supermarket. Yeah. Okay. At and the register or a stock. At or the register. Bag. Okay. So why'd you get fired? For the most, it was dumb shit. Like, I used to take dance two, two, three times a week, and so I had it designated off the schedule. And dance got canceled, but I wasn't about to call and be like, I can come in today. Um. So I was like, I got a day off. Like, yeah. I got no dance, I got no work. Yeah, but then, you know when you're, you're just dumb, like you're just teenager and dumb right. shit. I was hungry. So, so I was like, I went there. Like, no, you <laughs> didn't. Come yeah, I did. on. But I, I went there and then... Did they at least give you a discount? Yeah, because they gave me a discount. <laughs> That's why I went there. That's so I went there, there, I got too. food, and then I went home, and then the boss called me, and she was like, it doesn't seem like you like want to work here. And I was like, you're right, I don't. And then that was the end I just want the, the discount. I don't. I don't want to work there. And that was it. And then I got fired from our deans, which is it's like Canadian Claire's, I guess. It's Claire's like what? It's like Claire's. Oh, like, like a jewelry accessory place? Yeah, yeah, for like little girls got fired from there and then I got fired from Good Life too. Damn. What's good you can't life? keep a job It's a nothing. gym. <laughs> I know. The only like job I was life. able to keep with... <laughs> but now you got a good life. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool though. Mm, I just wasn't good at being like... I know a you have to be because it wasn't meant to be. Yo, it wasn't meant to be and not even just... I, it's not even that because I work my ass off when I'm 
passionate. Like right mm-hmm. now, and you I, talk about that. It's crazy when you nice. love what you do. You just you just hit the ground running. And you give mm-hmm. a but, fuck, and you give a fuck. Yeah, but, but I, when you're a worker for someone else, it's a little bit different. That's a different, different type of work. When you're working for the man versus versus working for yourself, which I've done both. When you're working for somebody, it's like all right. But when you're working for yourself and you know where you're going with yeah. that, then of course you're gonna put your own. Yeah, it. like you said, when you love what you're doing. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. different, and you don't have to you don't have to Listen worry about to nobody else and all of that. Yeah, respecting mm-hmm. respecting someone who doesn't deserve respect. Like you yeah. can be my man. Manager, but if you're an asshole, mm-hmm. I'm I still not, have to respect I, you because you're my boss. I can't do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not good at that. <laughs> yeah, that's probably why I never was able to hold down a job. Because like it's that, just too true. Job. Like truth comes I out. I gotta do me. Yeah. yeah, y'all tripping. I had to sit down with my boss because I work in radio. So I had to sit down with my boss and I told her I said I never had a boss before and I don't like for people to tell me what to do. You, I respect you so. What you say to me, it kind of remind me of talking to my mother or my aunt because you're somebody that I can respect. But it's other people out here that think they could tell me what to do and I don't work well with that. Yeah. And a good boss will know how to use that or take that. Well, that's when they really care about. I mean, a grocery store and shit like that, probably not. But like, I feel like with like career kind of things, if you be honest with certain people and let them know, I feel like people will understand you better. Especially in this day and age, I feel like not everybody has a regular nine to five job. So that's something that's a little bit more understandable. Mm -hmm. So you got to learn how to deal with different people, different kind of ways. I think when you're younger, that's when you have those jobs. Yeah, yeah. Because when I was younger, I definitely had all those type of jobs. Yeah, me too. Like I worked in campus on campus at the store at the supermarket, and I stole mad stuff too while I was working. You never stole from the supermarket, or. From the boutique or nothing like Andrew that. Always no. Oh man, you I did. did. I know you did. No, I didn't steal because my parents, <laughs> man, when I was like five years old, oh, when I was five years old, it was <laughs> Halloween, and I didn't, I wasn't cognizant of what stealing was, and we didn't have much money, and we were at Zellers, and I saw this lit ass gold sparkle lipstick, and I was like five years old, four years old, and I was like, mommy, mommy, mira, mira, and she's like, yeah, yeah, and they're buying the shit we gotta buy, and then I'm like, papi, like, can we get it? He's like, no, like, put it back, and I was like. And cheese. And I go back and I see it, put it in my pocket. But I didn't realize it. So when we get in the car and we're driving back to the apartment, I'm in the back like, mommy, Bobby, guess what? And I turn around and I pull it out because I was so amped and I didn't realize that it was a sin. I didn't realize it was wrong. And then my dad... You yeah, ever get the ones where they're like, you're gonna get your ass whooped? Like they tell you before mm-hmm. they're gonna so the whole ride home, you're just more. suffering. You're like, Damn. Yeah, because you're like, <laughs> and you're suffering because you're you're trying to mentally prepare, but there's nothing you can do to mentally prepare. Mm-hmm. And then, then I got my take ass, this ass whooping. And then my mom was like, No, we're you're you're gonna like learn this. We're going back tomorrow. You're gonna Ooh. give it to the cashier and you're gonna apologize for taking it. I knew and that like, you were gonna say that happened. That's wild. the worst. The worst. As for a little five year old, the worst. That's you have to tra- come like that. Be like, I stole this. Yeah. <laughs> be laughing at you for real because that's what I would do if I was at the cashier if I was the register like, you better keep that shit and go you got there's away two, with it bitch. there's two more <laughs> so what there's happened when you returned it I you stole remember? one yesterday I was <laughs> like that's all you took yeah <laughs> shit they got the, the mascara to go with it oh my god what Crazy. happened when you returned it I didn't look at her I wouldn't even know if she was laughing because my I wouldn't go into the store my mom oh. had to pick me up and I was you know when kids do this Yeah. I was like this like take it I take it. And Did you use it, it a little bit first? No, I didn't. Oh, I wasn't even worth it. I didn't even get to put that gold glittery lipstick on. I know, but it was, but it was fine. Like that, that job was. I, it showed me that I hated it. 
<laughs> they show me that it's it a good lesson at five. <laughs> yeah, but and it, and it was always that it was always something that kind of count that that was just so bad that always pushed me back to like I used to write songs on receipts. Oh wow, oh, that's dope. I used to like it, make little voice notes all the time. It was always that, and it was always it was always music that I was trying to escape to. Did people that you used to work with are they proud of you now? Yeah, man. Especially like there's homies that I got back from like my bartending days that were there and that saw me like hustling to the DJs and like begging them to play my shit and mm -hmm. and that had like come to open mics that I would do in downtown Miami that have come to like the sold out Miami show like Palo and Javi and all them. They're mad mad dope and mad happy for me and it's lit. Cool. So you ain't mentioned this bartending job. You said grocery store, all this other stuff. So did you have a leotard on with those bartenders? <laughs> yeah, or like, like, like double padded bra and <laughs> <Yeah>. everything. <laughs> you did. Double sexy bra. bartender. The, ex, the, ex, the, old, the old Nicki Minaj tricks. She used to wear two bras before she Yeah, I used to do that too, man. You gotta do it for the itty bitties. <laughs> so I, I, Represent for us. <laughs> yeah, I used to do that. And I... And then when I moved to the States, because it was difficult, because I didn't I didn't um, have my visa yet to be able to work. And they were looking for bartenders. And I just, I was like beginning, beginning stages of bartending. And they were like, yeah, but we need dancing ones. And I was like, okay, I'm, I'm here for it. Fuck it. And it was Copa, Copacabana. Copacabana. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it was like the Brazilian style with the feathers yeah, and everything. Yeah. So we'd be working behind the bar making money and then there'd be like a horn or a whistle or like the DJ would do like bah, 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 and it would be and our signal dance. yeah and the bus boys would come forward we'd run downstairs put feathers on bras like, oh my goodness and then get and on you did it. that mm -hmm. and you know what that's interesting <laughs> because you do have a new song and a video out right now right and we talk and you're talking about immigration in that song also and like people being ripped apart and all of that so for you coming here like in the United States how long did you live here? Uh, like two and a half years. Two and a half years. years. Yeah. So was there ever? Well, I mean, yeah, back then, and then now I'm basically living. I've been spent the majority of my time in LA for like the last like four or five years. Was LA there a lot of LA issues for you, like legally being here, like you said, because of the visa and all of it that? It took my family 16 years to get approved mm. to do it properly. It took them 16 Damn. years. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Does it cost a lot of money too? Yeah, it costs money, and you need connections. You need somebody that's willing to put their life on the line to be like your sponsor out here. Wow. Yeah. So if my like if we were really lucky that my tia was willing to do it for my dad, because mm -hmm. that's not always the case. Like, and it still took 16 years for 16 them? years. God That's damn. sad. It's sad. It's crazy. We were lucky. Like, fuck, we're the Colombian, but we were coming from Canada at that point. We're really fortunate because had we been in a lot of the position that a lot of these families are in, mm -hmm. running away from violence or running away from persecution and trying to find a better life, in 16 years, you could die. Your kids can already be influenced. You can already have, like, there's... Who the fuck is talking about so patience when you got that urgency? Yeah. Right. That's crazy. And then when you watch it, like when you see people who actually have gone to some of these places where they're holding these kids and even at the wall where you can see families talking like to each other it's crazy. through the wall, it's just one of the saddest things you could ever see. Yeah, man. And then they try to make it seem like people who are trying to come into this country are like evil, bad criminals. And that's not necessarily the case at all. Like right. the majority of them are hardworking people who want to pay their taxes, who want to be here and be like great citizens, better than some of our own citizens yeah, that we're born here. Even though bad criminals got Confederate flags on their walls and on their trucks, but whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I'm sure that was something for you that you felt like you had to make a statement. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Especially because every it's so easy like to see those kids being ripped apart and see a little Latina girl that looks just like me mm -hmm. and think about my my parents and my family and like the trauma that 
people are creating. Like, it's crazy because then it's not just this. Like this isn't the problem. The the the, the residual effects of this kind of trauma is going to come mm-hmm. out in twenty years, yeah. and then you're going to blame that generation for being that way when there was a better way to have dealt with the problem in order to avoid that. Yeah, right, right. It's just stupid. You know what's interesting too? You also have a song called Gatekeepers. And I remember when I first heard that song. Thank you. Thank you for supporting that song when that came out, by the way. Yeah. And for you to be so honest about it. And basically, you know, you had your own personal situation Mm -hmm. where somebody told you, a producer, basically, if you didn't want to sleep with him, he was going to block your blessings and your talent just because you weren't interested in him. And that producer has since been identified. Other people have come forward and actually named him. And he's actually has several different women now pursuing uh, cases against him, detail. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting because when you first put that song out, you didn't name who that person was. And it just shows how it's hard for people to come out because you don't know what's going to happen with your career when you're new and you're up and coming and you're like, okay, I don't want to, you know, do something like this because that person could potentially block my blessing. Because he has a lot of connections and Mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. So it is a, it's a scary and it's a messed up situation. I feel like as we learn things that happen, it is happening to a lot of girls and a lot of girls are scared to come out. Mm -hmm. Did you feel like you got a lot of support after that song? Yeah, after it was crazy. It was wild. It was wild and it was sad because it was two sides because it was dope. The the amount of people that reached out and were like, yo, thank you. I've been through that. And it just means a lot that you came forward. But then like daily, it was like, I can't even tell you how many, but daily women coming forward being like, listen, two years ago, the exact same situation happened or I got raped or I had this or I had that and I can't come forward because of multiple reasons because I'm either still scared or because I have a family now and I don't want to bring that darkness out again. Mm-hmm. And just so many reasons. But it was every day, like every day. Mm. That messed me up for right. a minute. That messed me up. And people always want to know, like, they'll be like, oh, why didn't she come out? Like, they talk about other people. Oh, why didn't she say something when it happened? Oh, I don't believe her. And it's like, it's not an easy thing to do. No, it's not. But people always tell you how to do things that they've never done. Yeah, man. Mm -hmm. People are always on the outside looking in with their opinion on your life when they've never experienced anything with what they're talking about. Yeah, it's wild. It's so crazy to me how people could just make their own assumptions and take things and make their own um, ideas of what happened and what you should do when they've never even experienced right. it. I, that's the wildest thing to me. I'm and sure there's things that all of us in this room can say happen to us that we've never spoken about. Mm-hmm. For sure. Right. So, and I definitely think that sometimes when women do speak up, people be like, oh, she's lying. Mm-hmm. And she's all the making time. that up. Why would she go? Why would she be drunk? It's Why the whole, would- it's the whole like, oh, she got a short skirt on. Like she has that mm-hmm. whole fucking backwards ass mentality type mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. That sucks. How do you trust somebody in this business? Like if I you want to date somebody, now. how do you do it? <laughs> oh, like how do you date? Yeah. How do you trust someone? <laughs> Man, I feel bad for people that like are, I guess, like for the potentials. Because I ask... <laughs> I ask like <laughs> a thousand questions, everything. It's like a and grilling. A grilling. And if they're uncomfortable with it, then I know that it's not, it's not because you're either going to be okay with it or you're not because I have trust issues that I'm working through and I'm working through it right now. I'm working through forgiveness. I'm working through forgiving myself for putting up with so much bullshit in the past mm-hmm. because then it affects your self-worth because you ask yourself like, why did I stay? Why did I think that this was okay? So I'm working through those issues. 
I need to make sure that you're good because I got I got to work on that. So I need to make sure that you're good before I let you into this world. So there's going to be a thousand questions like Mm -hmm. like everything. I ask everything. Mm -hmm. I ask when's the last time you lied? Like, what's the last regret you had? (laughs) How do you treat your mom? (laughs) Everything. How do you you treat your mom? But do you think anybody's going to tell you the last time they lied? No. They want to tell you like a A time before. They're going to lie again. Like. Nobody's going to be like, well, you know, I lied about this. Like, no one's going to be honest about that. I am. But I am. When's the last time you lied? Shit. <laughs> In this interview. <laughs> In this interview? <laughs> um, when's the last time you probably don't even know because I think people tell little lies every day. Like, sometimes not to hurt someone's feelings. Oh, I know when I, but I lied. Like I said, I woke up from a nap at like 6 and not 6.43. Okay. I woke okay. up from a nap at six and not six forty. That's close enough. But the reason that I, the reason <laughs> on the Price is Right, you still might have won. <laughs> no, that's too far over. Mm-hmm. Yo, the reason I, the reason I tell the truth though is because I strong. I'm as naive as it is to think that because some people say like you treat people and then you get that from the universe. Like how you treat people is that that's what you get. But then there's other people that are the school of thought. Like you can't think that we're animals. Lions don't think about how they're hurting what they're eating. Lions mm. don't. But. But I just don't. I resonate with the first. I subscribe to that. So that's mm-hmm. why I force, like, I force myself in those situations when I'm testing if I'm willing to let somebody in, and if they're testing me, I force myself to be brutally honest because that way nobody could tell me nothing right. a year from now when shit gets difficult, or a year from now when like I don't, there's no demons coming up because I laid all my bodies out for you. I told like all my sins, mm-hmm. everything. So if you don't like it. Walk away and spare me. Relationships are hard. Hiring a good lawyer should be easy. Thankfully, there's Morgan & Morgan, the personal injury law firm that fights for the people, not the powerful. They'll take on the insurance company so you can focus on getting better after a car crash or other injury. On average, people who hire an attorney after a crash recover three times more than those who don't. With 500 attorneys in Florida, New York, and across America, Morgan & Morgan will fight to get you the compensation you deserve. If you've been injured in a car crash, slip and fall, or on the job, they may be able to help you. Morgan & Morgan has helped thousands of people recover billions of dollars. Best of all, hiring them is 100% free unless you win. And you know, the worst is when you get into an accident like a car crash that's not your fault and then now you have to go through the system and you don't have a great lawyer representing you. That's so important and it gives you a lot of peace of mind because you're already in trauma. For a free case review, visit forthepeople.com forward slash Angela or dial pound law on your cell phone. That's pound 529. That's for the people.com forward slash Angela for a free no obligation consultation. There's only one Morgan and Morgan. Okay, so let's, let me give you a scenario. Okay. Let's say you really like a guy. He's great. He's amazing. You're in bed together. He's not the greatest. And he asks you, am I the best you ever had? Are you going to say no? Yeah, I'll be like, I, I'll be like, you're close, but I need you're you to do this close? and this. Oh my yeah. God. What because the moment? Well, Semi-erection. No, you're close. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie and tell a guy he's the best if he's not the best. Yeah. Well, I, what are you going to say? But close? you build him. You could build him. I'm not going to. Yeah, you can help would, him. Yeah, I would rather close, tell him in ways he could be better. Perfect. I would better yeah. him. What I'd if get, he says, well, who was better? That doesn't matter. Yeah. I would be like, you're amazing. <laughs> you mean, that's you're it, amazing. That's being honest. But then it's okay. never going to get better. But you didn't say what was amazing. <laughs> the way you blink is amazing. You blink so well. You're just amazing. You're there's just an amazing times, blinker. I'm sorry. There's certain times you have to lie. Okay. Like you never lied about having an orgasm every now and then. Like maybe normally you do, but this particular time, you know, it's just not going to happen. 
I'm never gonna. And he's like, did you comment? No, I want him to know if I didn't. Yeah, me too. Like, work for it. <laughs> but I feel like if 95% of the time you do, and he's working hard, and you just know it's not gonna happen, you then could, it ain't happening. And you then love it ain't happening. Yeah, no. it's not happening. But I don't. Want, I can't. I can't. I don't want to act. <laughs> this isn't a. This isn't a play. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a play. I'll act. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Well, I, w- I mean, I am going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. What's your acting? I'll be, if he says, did you come? I'll be like, yeah, quietly. <laughs> Quiet, come. No, so I come come quietly. Oh I just God. came. You ever, have you ever cheated? Yeah, once when I was 14. Okay, 14. so you stole and you cheated. <laughs> and life, and then you was a bad girl. <laughs> Jesse Ray is a liar and a thief. <laughs> hola, mommy. Hola, papi. <laughs> so tell me what happened. Did you get caught? No, I didn't. And it made it worse. Like, oh, shit. I felt bad. It was like my first... Oh, it was rough. And it was on vacation. And I like kissed a guy. But I felt awful. Mm. I felt awful because the guy was mad sweet. And so I didn't tell him. And it led to me coming back. And I didn't even want to see him or kiss him because I felt like I had the other guy's lips on me. So Ah. I was like, listen, we got to break up. And I didn't tell him why. I was just like, I need space, whatever. (laughs) And then I start, I put myself in a shit show because I started dating this other guy who ended up being like my real first love. Mm-hmm. But I was hesitant to put a title on it. I was hesitant to move forward because I... W- Have you ever been in love with two people? Or like feel like you just really care about two people? Yeah, I wouldn't say in love, but I've cared about two people. I hate that. I, that's yeah. where I was. And then I didn't, I didn't... I didn't know what to do. And homie, first one, had my email password still. And <gasps> like, How did he even have now? it in the first place? Because I was too damn trusting. But, but like, why does he need your email password? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. There was a reason, but I don't remember. I think I didn't have internet at my house or something. So I was on the phone with him being like, hey, oh, okay. go through Can this. Can you check my email? Right? Yeah. But uh, he saw an email that I had sent to dude, to the new guy. Damn it. And then he hit me up and was like, I can't believe you did. This is a lot of drama for a oh, young kid. Man. But he was like, I can't believe you did this. I can't believe you didn't tell me. Because if you would have told me, we would have worked through it. Like, you didn't have to be scared to tell me that you had done it. But by this time, when he's telling me he's going to forgive me, I've already tried to move on and gotten feelings for this new guy. So I was caught in indecision for like a month. I told him, I'm like, I need space and I need to think about what I'm going to do. And then the only reason... The only reason that I ended up going with the new guy was because I ration I rationalized it to if I go back to the original guy, I'm breaking two I'm 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 breaking two hearts. Mm-hmm. Now plus you can't really trust somebody who yeah, you, and if I go you to can't the new trust guy, somebody who you cheated one. on. Okay. I feel like it's hard to trust somebody if you already cheated back. on them and got caught. Because like you can't trust this, the at some point either either way. shit. No, but you ever ever seen Chris back when he's like, okay, now you cheated on her, but now you don't trust her. That's true. (laughs) Because you feel like at some point that person has a get out of jail free card and I cheated on you. That's true. And you feel like they're going to be able to justify. People always use stuff for their back pocket Mm -hmm. for a rainy day to throw it back in your face. I don't care who it is. To me, that's how I believe. I believe that any given time, like if the, if I did somebody dirty, I think in the back of their mind, any given time, they could get me back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I wouldn't, I tread lightly around people that I might have did something fucked up to, especially <laughs> men. <laughs> Shit. Damn. Yo, I tried, have you ever, tell me, trying to like save 
Save Save a hoe? No, yo, no I never just... save hoes. I let them drown. No, I'm joking. <laughs> I help them drown. Hold <laughs> them down. Yeah. No, what do you mean? After someone's cheated to try to like mend it. Oh, yeah. Uh, me too. I tried it too. Yeah. I tried it too. It's such a, it's like fighting it's yourself. That's what I was saying earlier. It's like fighting yourself because you end up feeling like shit because you're like, why am I, right. why am I, why am I so willing to forgive mm-hmm. you? Why am I so willing to like save this when you were so fucking blase and nonchalant? Yeah. And you think about it at like random times. Uh-huh. Like even having sex with somebody who you knew cheated on you, you'd be like, should it be going good? And, right. like, and then you'd be like, this motherfucker had his face in somebody else's pussy. <laughs> and you cannot look at everything. Like when that when that happened, I became like Inspector Gadget. Like right. everything. Everything. You everything. Out the black you the FBI. <laughs> everything. Everything. Everything, man. The best way to catch a guy is okay. Um so many ways. So many ways. Yeah, it's easy. But you gotta look for like if you go in the bathroom and he didn't empty the garbage. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, that's come on. God forbid you see like <laughs> wipes with makeup on it. So mm. somebody was just taking them to make up hair. A lot of times they try to clean up real quick and like put stuff in the mm. garbage before you get there and you know, whatever. That's true. So. The garbage is a good spot. Yeah. I've been known to go through the garbage. <laughs> Damn, garbage. Sticker. But you know what? I think when you realize Oscar, you find yourself doing stuff like that, you know, it's not a situation you need to be in. Yeah. yeah. Like when you find yourself like Snooping. inspecting the bed for, um, cum stains and stuff like that. What about old stuff? Like say uh, they used to live with a woman and they don't live together no more and you still see little stuff. Not that it's like, like something that may be underneath the counter, the bathroom counter. Say you go to get the lotion, you're like, this bitch bath and body cheap ass shit is underneath Damn. here. Like, would you be upset if they had like an old razor? Or- no, hell I no. I still sometimes use bath and body works. I just Sorry. went to no, I'm just. <laughs> I don't. Me no, either. but every now and then, <laughs> I feel like because I feel like that's weird. Why you don't throw that kind of stuff away? Because I stopped talking to somebody because, because of something of that? like that. Because they kept old stuff. Because I was just lotion. Sometimes you run out of lotion and you need lotion. It it's was good. like OD though. It was like OD amount of stuff. To me, I right. felt like it was too much. It didn't look like it was used in a while. Like but it's still, great like, when his ex tampons are still there and you're like, I need a tampon. Oh, good, he has some. <laughs> You using the bitch's tail. You damn right. If I y'all know them. all I'm thinking about while y'all sitting here having this conversation. Is the bitch is, that used your flat iron. Is every, no, she stole my flat iron. But I'm thinking about everything I left in the bathroom at the house when I left. Them bitches is definitely using your baby wife. Kind of I just moved away from my ex and I what? left a lot of stuff in the bathroom. Somebody's and it was tampons. stuff that I didn't want. <laughs> like I sent I sent my I sent I think it was my daughter or a friend I don't know I sent somebody to the store to get tampons and they bought me OBs mm. I don't like OBs I don't like OBs so I left yeah, the OBs know in the drawer so why y'all saying if I'm over there and there's some super plus and it's my second day I'm on it you love those I left like lotion and stuff that was like almost about to be empty like stuff that I just didn't want to pack up in a box I just left it all that's some spiteful shit I feel like a bitch do that to be spiteful because you know you gotta throw that away she's lazy she didn't feel like I didn't pack it so I left it instead of throwing it away but I'm pretty sure lotion is still here yeah, she's sure coming back. <laughs> if you what? have some good hair products, God, if you have some Miss Jessie's, you know, I'm definitely using that. <laughs> Damn, and Carol is the lot of you in particular. I no, mean, obviously. Yeah, not you. <laughs> I mean, <Please>. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I hate leaving shit. Don't I you hate when it. you leave your stuff that's good and yeah. you got to go back and get it? You be I'm thinking not about going it. back. So I'm just like, it's take, I'm taking the L. That's why I hate leaving <laughs> shit because I don't even want to go back and deal with it. Why did you guys break up? Child, we ain't got enough time for that. Mm-hmm. Um, I just realized that after 10 years, 
and and numerous breakups and makeups that I was better off moving on. Yeah. Like, I don't want to be in this anymore. By the time this episode comes out, they might be back together. No, so. we're yeah. not. No, playing with it's you. one of those, eh? Tune in. I was in one of those for, like, six years. Like, the... Oh, sorry. I was in one of those for, like, six years. That, like, back and forth and, mm-hmm. and the slow, slow clearing of the fog when I was finally like, oh, I'm doing this to myself. Yeah. It's Did like, he listen to your music and think, like, that's about me? Yeah, he knew. <laughs> Did it he make knew. him feel away? Like, did he say stop? I, doing got that? Numb. He got numb because mm. it was all the time. Which I and it sucks because it's easy for me to empathize too. Because I'd hate if my if someone that if someone was someone that said that was gonna forgive me, which I said I was gonna forgive and try to forgive, just just was still hurt and publicly hurt. Mm-hmm. I I'd, I'd feel away because then I'd be like, how the fuck are we supposed to move, move forward, on? Right. How are we supposed to move on? Well, some great music came out of it. If that makes you feel any better, at least a little, yeah. <laughs> I feel like once you hurt and it's hard to like, it's kind of like if somebody break an egg and try to glue it back together, it ain't going to be the same. So it's always going to be some sort of a issue. And it always works. It's hard to try. I just gave up. You think when you cheat that it means there's something wrong in the relationship or have you ever cheated just, well, the one time you did, is it just like for fun Mm. Or is it always because there's something wrong in the relationship? Because I, I think normally it's when it's when there's wrong. a void to fill. Yeah, you know, sure. you go to the other person to get what you're missing. Because the they say guys cheat because they can, and women yes. cheat because something's missing. Yeah, mm-hmm. I believe that. Me too. Guys cheat because that's all they know. Because that's all they know. I hate that though. That there's more responsibility. The on guys females. are upset in the room. I just everybody <laughs> laughing and shit. To be guys quiet. Cheat yeah, now because in their mind. <laughs> The that next vagina is going to be better than the good vagina they already have. Strange. It's like that. The next pussy got to be the best pussy I ever had in life, and I won't know unless I try it. I don't think so. I think they just want to try it. I don't think they think it's going to be better than. Oh the yes, next they do pussy. think it's going to be better. That's I've why they want to try it. I've heard guys before say that like a lot of pussy or whatever is the same. Like I've never heard a guy say pussy. I is the have same. wax. He he's does not he doesn't but he says that he says like a lot of pussy it's, is the same he bad. just wants to conquer them mm. you get what I'm saying like he he's, a lot of guys just want to knock moron. it down knock yeah. down bitches wax that's is so, so fucking that's it game. it's not for no reason <laughs> wax fucks Vaseline jars he does but he's still a guy <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't count he no, literally guys are does always looking for the next best thing and even if they have something that's home that's good and and the woman is everything that they want they still gonna go out and try the next thing because they yeah, want to know if it's better. I also feel like they just don't think they're gonna get caught, so they don't think that far ahead. That's always the first excuse. Like I didn't think you was ever gonna find out, right? Or I wasn't thinking. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wasn't that thinking. Too. So stupid. So we think about us, right? Guys are, as you say, throwing dick at us all the time, and we're able to turn it down, right? Right. Yep. Yep. Usually. Normally. <laughs> Sometimes. Majority. Has there ever been times when you're like, "Damn, this person's trying to holler at me," and I used to have a crush on him. Yeah. So and what that happened? I, and that I like held out before. I'm sorry. Okay. And that I held out before, like because I was with somebody. Yeah. Where I've like fought temptation and been like, oh, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have. And now that you're single, do you be like, hey, <laughs> hey, big head? Remember the other day? Yeah. Like 
That's correct. Three years ago? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I do. I answered the... Uh, because I, I used to just leave them unread. Unread, right? I used to just that's leave right. Because out of respect, because that's what you do when you're with somebody. You don't fucking entertain those kind right. of messages. That's what you do. Unless you're a guy. But you Unless read you're them. a guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you, read them. But, you, but you don't answer. Yeah. But guys, no. Guys, you fuck. I don't give a fuck if you guys get offended. I'm sorry, but like, if a guy's just fucking... It's just like oh, it's attention and they react right. but like as a woman oftentimes you just leave a lot of those men's are they're unopened they're unread but there's a plentiful amount in my dms all these opportunities that i haven't out of respect right. for you the sexual happiness podcast is an engaging light-hearted look at sex and sexuality mixed in with advice sex trivia and conversations with fun knowledgeable guests it offers 20 to 30 insights and conversations about a huge range of themes from butt plugs to the orgasm gap you'll hear top sex tips from the love honey team little known sex facts expert advice from tons of amazing guests and answers to real customer questions that butt plug topic sounds really interesting to me because I've heard a lot of different people telling me that's how they first got into anal and you know that's a conversation we always have up here you can listen to the podcast on the love honey website at lovehoney.com slash sexual happiness podcast that's lovehoney.com slash sexual dash happiness podcast podcast listeners will also get an exclusive 15 percent off at love honey so what's it like being single now different but it's i work all the time so mm-hmm. it's difficult and then also it's hard to see hearts so it's you can't really see intentions you don't really know mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's, uh, it's hard. What about just going on like an innocent date? It doesn't because it doesn't have to be that serious yet. Yeah. It could be just maybe I'll go out with this person. We might not end up liking each other like that, but at least we could be cool. I went on a date. It was nice. It was sweet. It was cool. What'd you do? Uh, what did we do? We went to the park and then we went to go eat. Or we went to go eat and then we went to the park mm-hmm. and just like put a little blanket on the grass and talked and I asked them a thousand questions. That's cute. I'm a question ex. What are some of the questions? Let's hear. Like, um, are you still cool with your ex? Mm. Is that so? Okay. If he is or if he isn't, what's a better answer for you? Either. As long as they're honest. Mm-hmm. Like, just be honest. Like, I'll take what, I'll take the truth and okay. I won't judge you for it because I have exes that I'm friends with and I have exes that I could kill. So, whoa. Right. Like, okay. <laughs> What but if he said, we're not cool because I gave her chlamydia because oh I cheated on her. But that's honest. Oh, my God, Angela. Did Angela. you fix it? Did you fix Jesus. chlamydia? <laughs> it's so scary to hear something like that. <laughs> it's so scary. Because you don't know if... Because there's two ways you can look at it. Either, oh, this guy's a habitual liar or... <laughs> Or if a guy's never done that, you got to be worried about those men too. Like the good guys that have never fucked up because... They've never done it. Mm-hmm. So they might be more inclined to like do want to experience up. or do So you do just can't win either up. way, Jesse. So you just gotta <laughs> stay single. Just ask a billion questions. And What's the next question? Come on, bring it. Um, Yo, I like to ask if they believe in God mm-hmm. and if they, if they talk to God and if, they, if they're spiritual, if they died, what's the first question that they would ask? Like if they had one question that they could ask God, what's the first question that they would ask? Mm-hmm. I ask if they read because I prefer an intelligent man. Mm-hmm. I ask like, what else? I said ask how like they treat their family and how okay. they treat their mom. You said that earlier. Yeah, because yeah. it's important to that me. That is important. I ask who their friends are because um, like, show me your friends. I'll show you who you are. Like, what are your friends like? Do your friends cheat? Do your friends party? Do your friends do drugs? Do your, are your friends ambitious? Because if you're hanging around four people that are lame ass and like not doing anything with their lives, mm-hmm. I can't fuck with you because I'm doing something with my life and you're going to be contagious. Mm-hmm. What about kids? Me. You ask if they have any kids? 
Uh, I don't, but I usually because I feel like you on Instagram on now list. you could like see it. I don't know about that. Crazy, I should. Right? <laughs> you should have, put that on the list, girl. Put, yeah. it on the list. <laughs> put it at the top too. I added it. And you know, if there's a baby on the way as well. And if there's a baby, yes, trust me. I always I got ask caught. guys in the in the beginning. <laughs> Come if, on, if, if they're right. If they're single, and then I ask, well, is the girl you fucking know you single? Right. Because uh-huh. somebody's always fucking somebody, and there's always a guy who's single, but the girl is in a relationship with him. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's something. I need to know and I like for a guy to be honest because you never know what I might be okay Okay with with. right so don't just put me in a situation because you're scared to be honest yeah because you're scared to like lose me or not be able to have me or get me or whatever um be honest because you never know where I'm at in life and what my mindset is and where I'm trying to go and I might just be okay with a situation or you know as long as I know what's going on I might be okay with the what's going on but I, the worst thing is to be blindsided by all His of wife. these things. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. <laughs> the wife or the girlfriend or the kid's mom. Who do you or, think you are? Exactly. When you think, and I, that's happened to me. I've been in a two and a half year relationship with a man that was married and had no Stop. idea. Stop. How did you find I, out? He got arrested and his wife called me and told me she was coming to pick up my car because it was in his name. I said, Stop. bitch, I'll see you when you get here. She never showed up. Damn. So you still have the car? No, girl. <laughs> That was like so long ago. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> oh my god! Now, that, that bitch right up. No, that was so long it's ago. A but yeah, Cherokee and we were like, <laughs> we were like in a public. Like he was, um, he wasn't. He was like locally known. He worked for. He worked in radio. He was locally known, and he no one in said that he was married to you. No, he, well, he was it. married like, to her. I mean, but we were like, like no one what, told, told you. you. Yeah. No. And of course, the people around him knew that he was married. But you were, but you were the clowning friend. That's the worst because everyone knows. But everybody knew I was his girlfriend. It was so weird that when I found out he had a wife, I'm like, how? But what made sense in hindsight, excuse me, was that we had daughters that were around the same age, and he never brought his daughter to meet my daughter, and that always was weird to me. Like, why don't you bring your daughter around? Like, I knew her name and everything, but he never would bring her around, Mm -hmm. and that's because he was still with her mother. Right. But I also would feel like some people aren't comfortable bringing their kids unless we're going to get married. We were in a two and a half year relationship. Because he was basically staying at my house and and with my child. Were you ever going to his house? Never. He lived in. Well, that's another. He lived in a whole other state. So that was the reason. But two and a half years to his house, that's. Where's planes at this year? Well, it was kind of like, <laughs> no, it was a driving state, uh-huh. but it was kind of like um, everything we did was in where I lived and he worked where I lived and you know what I'm saying? So we never had a reason to go to him. Because I feel and like I had, you know a like, lot he, about somebody Not that he lived with house. me, but he like was in and out of my house a lot. He didn't have a key or anything like that, but we were in a relationship. So he mm-hmm. was around and everything just happened like around where we were. And it's number one red flag. Really you've never been to his house. house. If I don't see your house, you not seeing my pussy. Damn. <laughs> Yo, it matters, man. Because then you see if someone's like mad messy or mad Yeah, clean. you got to see what's going on. Can you imagine there. going to someone's house and their house is shitty? Like a mess, disgusting. Folding chairs and no furniture. On the floor. <laughs> <laughs> a, two, a TV with a tube in the back. <laughs> Not the big back TV. <laughs> the don't even make those when you get them. <laughs> what if they have VHS tapes? <laughs> Yeah, that's kind of old. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever gone to somebody's house and been like, I can't date this person? <laughs> no, but I've gone to someone's house and been like, the next time I come here, if it's not clean, I'm not coming back. Yeah. Mm. I've said that. I've gone to people's houses and cleaned them to make myself comfortable. That's disgusting. I couldn't. I cleaned. I, I, helped, I helped clean. No, I've cleaned. I've done that more than once. 
Damn. So how do they clean a dick if they can't like clean the bathroom or something? No, not to the point that it was nasty, but just I'm a very clean. Y'all both have been to my house. Y'all know how I live. I'm a very clean clean person Mm -hmm. and I'm like hella organized and everything. So if I was going to, I was going to be staying there for like a couple of days. So while I was in there with nothing to do, I just like cleaned and made it comfortable for myself. Uh, I don't think I want to clean someone's house. Mm-mm. I clean my own house. If I come to your house, I feel like I should be relaxing. I'm the guest. Yeah. yeah. Like you should be kind of like when you come to my house, I handle everything, take care of you. When I come to your house, I feel like you should cater to me and take care of everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, so have you ever lived with anybody? Uh, Lucy, when I was like 20, 20, 1920. Mm-hmm. And ugh, it was whatever. It was like a short lived <laughs> Short-lived passion. Right. Yeah. Did your parents like him? Uh, eh, I feel they, like, they tolerated him. <laughs> mm. like, so, uh, no. He got to come to Christmas again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They tolerated him. He was all right. He wasn't a bad guy, but it, was, it wasn't it it wasn't going to work. Mm-hmm. We were both hot-headed. It just didn't make sense. I, I used to... Huh? Are you still hot-headed? Um... Not when I have yoga in my life. <laughs> oh, so that works, huh? Yeah. Let me try that. Yo, dead ass, yeah. man. Hot yoga. I yes. love yoga. Me too. Yeah. Calms. It. Yo, it's crazy. It's like, it's like, it's just different. It's just, it's just like someone soothing your soul. Yep. Mm. And you just get centered and back to earth and you just realize that mm-hmm. like it's what's about right now. It's cool. I'm going to try that out. You should. Yeah, I did hot yoga. We did it what? Once? Yeah, we did it. But it was we was laughing and joking the whole time. No, so we were. <laughs> we was laughing and joking a lot of the time. Yeah. So oh, I couldn't God. meditate and focus. I got to go without her. Yeah, you it's gotta, hard going with somebody. You got to grow yeah. up, especially this child over here. <laughs> Look at her. You couldn't take the, You couldn't take it serious next time. <laughs> I was very serious when she I was doing make hot a yoga. joke when they was doing hum. <laughs> we was all right, now, I'm not gonna lie. That part <laughs> is like that's me. That's like the very beginning. No, everybody and did it except own, for me. And her. Crazy. We was like, oh, you don't say hum. I feel stupid. We tried to catch the end of it, but we was off. Oh my god! Y'all just started out all the way wrong. Yeah, yeah. Not my stay. Now it was at the end. They did that. At the end. In the beginning, it's like, hum. I was like, oh shit, yeah. You didn't do it I didn't want to do the chant. It felt weird. <laughs> That's, That's part of the meditation. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm immature. How many lessons <laughs> do you need to go before you know what time to do that? It's like the don't part in the Bryson Tiller record. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's the ad lib. All right, now here's another question somebody sent in that you can answer. She said, I've been dealing with this guy for over 10 years. When we first met, he was married. Yes, I know. We were deployed to Korea at the time. Even though I knew that it isn't right, I was only thinking of myself. He has since gotten a divorce. Even though I don't want a relationship with him, I do want him in my life for sex only. When he was married, I felt as if he treated me better. He was more caring, understanding, and loving. In between this time, he did lose his son to suicide, which is definitely tragic. And I do see a change in him for the worse. We don't see each other very often, but we do talk on the phone almost every day, which I do enjoy, but I don't feel like I'm the only one he's entertaining. He's deployed right now, which makes it even harder to deal with him being with other people. I don't have sex with other people and he knows this. So I think he takes that for granted. He told me he did sleep with someone while he's been away. And I'm very hurt about that, even though we're not in a committed relationship. Should I go out and do what he is doing and just enjoy my time while we're together? Or should I just let this ongoing sexual relationship go? Girl, run. Far, fast. 
Get yeah. away from him. She don't even really want him, so I'm confused why. She do, but she don't, I feel like. She enjoys their sexual relationship. That's yeah, it. she enjoys the sex. You just want like the dick. one in every, like, so, six months? When, cause yeah, because he's, he's the boy. And yeah. he's fucking other people while he's the boy. But let's so. not forget, his son killed himself. And that's a tragedy. So Hell that would change yeah. anybody, how they treat you, how they look at life, how they are. And I feel like if you really care about somebody and want to be with them, that's something you would take into consideration. Thank but you. she don't. She just went to dick. Yep. Mm-hmm. Have you ever been with somebody that you just like having sex with them and didn't like their personality? Yeah. I could tell you. So <laughs> right. Your face lit all the way. Like, I'm calling him after this. <laughs> yeah. It's hard though. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard because cause the it's mental stimulation is so important. So it, it's rare because it's not often. But it just like happened mm-hmm. and it was good. So I was like, fuck. <laughs> like, fuck, I just wish you were different. I wish you were like smart. Smarter. <laughs> I wish you That's were smarter. Yeah. I wish you were smarter. That's hilarious. Yeah. That sucks though. Because yeah, then it's like, you don't wish you could just build a man, like build a bear and just be like this. All yeah, the this, time. This. Mm-hmm. Take and this part, perfect. this part, this mm-hmm. part, and be like, can I get his success mm-hmm. mixed with his personality, mixed with his looks, mixed with, mixed his, with his sex, yeah. and then you have the perfect man. That's crazy. Does the perfect man exist? No. No. It doesn't. <laughs> Russell Wilson for Sierra. <laughs> yeah, but you never, you don't know, like, I remember they my dad smiling. once told me, they smiling, but there's never, it's you never, never perfect. perfect. And behind, mm-hmm. the do- behind closed you doors, like, you never know what's really good. And I remember my dad told me once when I was at that crossroads, because I talked to my dad about it. And I was like, bah, because I was worried and I was assessing my life and assessing if I was going to go headfirst into music or not. Assessing if I was going to go with dude and just like chill out in Florida. And he was like... I get what you're saying, but if you're waiting for perfect, it's not going to come. I'll tell you what real love is. True love, real love is accepting the worst in someone else, is mm. tolerance. Mm. Is when you see the dirtiest, like like the most annoying shit, and it doesn't irk you, like the most want to leave, that's love. And I was like, fuck, that's bleak, but but I get it. Right, because nobody's going to, you're no not going to love perfect. everything about anyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad you went head first in the music. Yo, me yes, too. we all are. Thank you. And you've had like some of the craziest collaborations with all different genres of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's you been know, crazy. That's dope. From That's Eminem dope. to A Boogie to Calvin Harris yeah. to Black, Black. Now and mm-hmm. you know, just so many different people. What was the um most amazing call or person that you ever got a call from and wanted to collaborate with you that you were like, damn, I can't believe this is happening? Oh, I feel like it's a tie between um Romeo Santos because mm. Aventura was my first concert when I was 14 oh, wow. in Toronto. Yeah, man. And he I'm just a, sold out like the Met, all the girls like yeah. yeah. He he made history with that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I put it into the universe because two months before I got the call, I was like, I want to start making Spanish music. Remember? I was like, I want to start making Spanish music because mm-hmm. I speak like, it's my first language. Mm-hmm. It's just, I just hadn't yet. And I, and I said it two months or a month like with Two weeks wow. before I said it. And then I was sitting by the ocean and I got a call. And the guys were like, you're not going to believe this. And I was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> so it was that one. And did um, you, Were you guys in the studio together? Or did he- yeah, together. Wow. Together. He's a nice guy shit. too. Mad cool, mm-hmm. man. It's, yo, it's just so cool when you meet somebody like that who's not a dick. Right. You know, right, it's so, yeah. you meet so many people and experience maybe 20% of the success that he's experienced that are assholes. Right. So you meet him and he's so chill. 
Right, because you so never know because he's been famous for a long time. Mm. Yeah, he's mad chill. So cool. And then with Calvin Harris, but with Calvin, because when I was 18, I used to like sneak into... Not, I used to sneak my mixtapes and shit into into raves and shit and <laughs> go up to the DJ and like shake my shit in front That's of them. Bad, yeah. So I did it to Calvin Harris once. And then six years later, he reached out on Twitter and was like, yo. And this is before I had signed, before anything big had popped off, Figures was just out and... Mm. Um, he was like, yo, the industry's buzzing about you and everyone's really excited and I thought you should know. And it was in my DMs and I didn't believe it. Like I went to his page to make page sure that was really sure him. It was him. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. And, and then we, like, I tried to tell you when I was waving this when I was waving it. So he didn't remember you. that. He didn't know that. Nah, I even okay. waited till the end of the session because I didn't want to just pop right. up and be like, I know you, you know me. <laughs> but I waited because the session was lit. It went really dope. And at the end of the session, I was like, I got a story to tell you. Mm-hmm. And then I told him. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. I love it. Well, I love that you could speak things into existence. Right. Mm-hmm. Life is, that's a hack. I don't, it's so, it's a hack. It's real life, life hack. a hack. Say it. Ex believe receive. I have it tattooed on my arm. Ex yeah. believe receive. Like, yeah. I live by that. You got stop spilling drinks I know everywhere. You see it. She also has Magic City tattooed on her. It's not Magic City. It's Fancy. <laughs> she has a name. Her name is Fancy. <laughs> but I do have the Magic City symbol. Why are you trying to front? But that place changed my life. So it's, it's meaningful to me, L'Oreal, why you want to be over there telling stripper jokes. What? I did it. All I did was say what you have on your arm. She really anyway, has it. Ask, believe, receive is something that I've lived by for a lot of years now. It's it's my email uh, signature and everything. Mm-hmm. Like, I really, and that happens. I've manifested a lot of things into my life just by putting it out there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. Me too. It's it works. wild. It works. It's mm-hmm. wild how well it works. Yeah. Oof. Well, I just want to say congratulations to you. And we're excited. We love your music. We love how raw it is. Thank you. And how you say anything. Because I love when people could sing their ass off, but be singing like shit shit that regular people like us want to think. Thank you. We like to hear that. Thanks, man. I say it freely in my music because... It's easier for my folks not to understand. (laughs) (laughs) And you got a lot of sold out shows coming up. Hey, I do. I think LA just sold out too, no? Or almost. Oh, New York sold out. Toronto sold out. LA's left. And we can't even get in. You can guys come through. I'll put you guys on the guest I just said that for you to say that. Okay. <laughs> no, but seriously, congratulations, Jesse Reyes. I'm so glad you came up there. And I love that you speak your truth. Like, I've been following you for a while now. And I'm appreciative of it. Because I think that, you know, it, we're in an industry where it is really hard. Where people are really uh, scared about perceptions and what people might think of them. And so I think it's refreshing to have somebody that's like unapologetic about what it is that they have to say and has the courage, like you said, to speak up and speak out. The best self to be is yourself. Oh shit! You no, that's that's get that tattoo. The other arm, right? <laughs> <laughs> With that shit on the tramp stamp. <laughs> Bye. Can we leave now? Yeah. Are we done yet? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick of these two. I've been around. Can I go back to Atlanta? What's my flight? My flight boarding. We love you, Gigi. I, love I you was going to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, Lip Service Live is on tour. We're not sold out yet like Jesse, but make sure you come and check us out. She got to speak it into existence. We're on tour from <laughs> October 20th until November 13th. So True? We are, yes, yeah. we're in a whole bunch cities. of cities coming near you. Where are you guys on the... Let's see, where are 24th? That's New York. 24th? 23rd. Where are y'all on the 23rd? Hold on, let's see. We're not... We have New York we're, on the 21st. We're here. We leave on the 24th for Atlanta. I leave on the 24th for Atlanta. So I'm here. You'll already be, I'll be in, in Atlanta, Atlanta already. already. Yeah. But I'll be in New York. I'll be in D.C. 
Yeah, I live in Atlanta. I live in New York, and Stephanie lives in New York, and but Stephanie. she's not here right but now. But where you gonna be? We gonna New York. Put, she got her sold out show. I got sold out show in New York. October twenty third. Yeah. yeah, man. Oh, and maybe Brooklyn, I can where push I live? my flight okay. back because my flight is the twenty second. When's maybe the LA? Jesus, you are not leaving and coming back. No, I said change the flight. Oh, okay, okay. okay. Twenty four. No, I'll be in LA. I booked. Um, oh yeah. Basic <laughs> I booked your flight. Basic economy. You can't change shit. Sorry. No changes. Damn. What? I didn't know she was the one that wanted to go back that day. You know, basic economy is no joke. Sorry, girl. You know, I had a basic economy flight the other day that got upgraded the first class. Oh, it's actually my you. flight back to Atlanta tomorrow. So. Ain't nothing basic about that, okay. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Let's take this back to the little baby episode when we talked about flying in first class. The baby. Oh, oh, the baby. I'm sorry. Damn. Yeah. Let's take baby this back on, to the baby, baby episode. Baby. <laughs> baby, baby. Let's take this back to the baby episode when we talked about flying first class versus coach. Yo, What's, that guy's smile is so nice, man. That guy's smile looks like it's painted and he looks on. so happy. Yeah. yeah. So happy. Mm-hmm. Until it's he's cool. not. Yeah. Man. Until he punch you in the face. Now you out of the Louis Vuitton store. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's why he's smiling. Because he always wins. <laughs> What's your type of guy? Like, if we had to say, this is the kind of guy that Jesse likes, what would you say is your type of guy? Funny, smart, kind, not too fucking friendly. Mm-hmm. And... Not too friendly. Yeah, and no, I don't want to do that good for face. everybody. Yeah, right. that girl's not your friend. This girl's not your friend. Not too friendly. <laughs> smart, funny, kind, friendly, and... What about looks? Is that Sorry, matter? not friendly. And... <laughs> no, I've, I can... I can, that's not, that's not like. First. I'm the same way. Like, yeah. I'll, looks don't mean that. It's at the bottom of the list for me. Yeah. Unless it's like something crazy. But yeah. <laughs> looks might be like second for me. But I like, but that being said, looks, <laughs> looks isn't that big, but I like, um, uh, like aggressive, like that attitude, mm. that like mm-hmm. authoritative, confident, yeah, right? authoritative, yeah. that 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 energy, mm-hmm. that energy. energy, big dick energy, baby. big dick energy, big dick energy. Doesn't matter baby. what you look like, give me big dick energy. What's mm-hmm. little dick energy? Quiet, quiet like, and corny, <laughs> quiet and corny, <laughs> scary. Up. When you when you agree like with everything, scary. like oh, really? do you think you could possibly? Can you do this? I don't yeah, think like, that. I think sometimes the niggas with the little dicks be trying to act. They have an attitude. Yeah, they be they trying to act like that's the, the Napoleon complex. The Napoleon complex. Yeah, yeah, they be acting tough and big and like they got right. a big dick. There's those are the ones that don't got a big tricky. dick. Yeah. <laughs> I've heard that the skinny ones are like the like mm. the, 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 the tripod. The tripod. The skinny ones are the tripod. We have to test that theory. I playing at the tripod. This tripod. What are you doing to them? <laughs> the cameras are on tripod. But Fresh like, said, "Bitch, I got you." I heard. Oh no, no, no! I heard. No, Fresh said, "You heard." All right. So looks don't matter so much. Yeah, looks don't, looks don't matter that much. It's more about like that. Okay. Kind, funny, smart. Smart's important. Yeah, Smart's you keep so saying important. that. Book, read books, watch documentaries. Yes. Yeah, man. We got to have discussions. We got to be able to talk about some shit. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Okay. I Especially, because, yeah, because talking is important. Like that communication, mm-hmm. that's my love language, I guess. So it's important that that's facilitated. You got to lay in bed and have those deep discussions. Mm-hmm. That's cute. Yeah, I like man. It. I need it. But not too friendly. Mm-hmm. I don't want nobody that's too friendly. Stay the fuck away from me. 
<laughs> nice, smart, kind, but not too friendly. Mm-hmm. Not All too right. friendly. But Jesse Reyes, it is lip service again. Thank you so much for coming through. We Thank appreciate you. your talent. Thank yes. you. Appreciate y'all, man. We wanted man. to talk more about dick when we were scared when you said your parents was I gonna know. Yeah, I appreciate no. you guys training. <laughs> we got some gifts we're going to give you once the camera stops. Yeah. Hey. 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 Oh, wait. No, no, no. We can give it to her now. We're going to give it to you on camera. Okay. How do you say dick in Spanish? Oh. Uh. Is that how you say Oh. Bichos. <laughs> oh, those are balls. Right? I thought that was chulo. chulo. I'm a fake ass Spanish Quavo. Right? Quavo. That's the weekly boyfriend. Quavo. Sweetie's boyfriend. Quavo. You don't want no problem. Quavos are eggs. <laughs> so, Chimba. 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 What is it? Chimba. That's thick. Or Chimba. Chimba grande. Grande Chimba. What is it? Chima. Okay, so there's some some little handcuffs. So this is cute for you, handcuffs. Because I know you like that. They like little soft ones, though. Okay. They safe. We also have this because we know that you're on the road. (laughs) It's sold out show. So that's a little eye bag from Jack Johnson for you. So and we don't have a bag, so you got to walk down the street oh, like great. that. Fuck. <laughs> 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 oh, one more thing for you. Oh my have god. Have you ever had anal? No, hell okay, no. Okay, well here's a booty bling for you, just in case you decide to try it. I'm scared. Use that first up. for like an hour. I've heard so many girls say that it's like a whole new world, but this shit scares the shit out of me, man. <laughs> a whole new world. Yeah. Have you ever had a guy just like put his thumb in your butt? No, man. It, she it, got it, nervous like, just now. No. And she clenched her butt. She was like, no. <laughs> that, I have that. And it's I the equivalent? <laughs> and that's the equivalent. Yeah. It's like, like uh, were, you, were, were you scared the first time? Or it just no, happened? No, I'm not scared of anything. Yeah, so. I am. Did you be like, bring it? <laughs> no, I'm scared. I'm scared too. Don't worry. I've never done it. So I don't even like if I'm about to orgasm and you put your thumb in my butt, it will stop the orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> For real, it will. I'll be like, uh. <laughs> it will. So I don't think I like it. Yeah, I don't think so either, man. But in case you want to try it, that's some booty bling. Thank for you. Because <laughs> if you're going to have anal, at least you could do a fancy. Thanks. And you I need like this. Fancy like Gigi's tattoo. You need this black bottle <laughs> to go along with the. Oh, yeah. Here's with the black The lube is for uh, the booty bling. Here you go. I've heard that that's imperative. Yes. For the butt. For the yeah. booty. Yeah. 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 Thank you. I don't know what the other one is, but. Main squeeze lubricant? What? They're, oh, they're both lubricants. But yeah, okay. you need the black one for Thank you, Granny. You're welcome. You need Listen, the black we, one. We come and get for you. <laughs> That's lit. Oh my God. <laughs> Lip service. <laughs> Chill.